Hello, you are listening to Forefront. This is Adam and Christina Hannon. We've been married for 16 years. We have four kids, and this is a special episode of Forefront. We are interviewing Phil Wickham, who is one of my all-time favorites. Yeah, he's got some great songs, Living Hope. He's got this new song called Battle Belongs. That's wonderful, too. Excited to talk to Phil today on Forefront. My pleasure. Thanks so much for having me uh, be on. Great to be with you guys. One of the things we like to do on this podcast is ask each other three things. We're going to point this at you and ask you these three things. So uh, what's something that's brought you joy? What's something that's been hard for you recently? And what's something that's been on the forefront of your mind? You ready? Ready. All right. Phil Wickham, what's something that's brought you joy recently? Okay, something that's brought me joy, first off, I'm going to have to say my kids, you know? Mm. Um, In a year where I have been at home a lot more than I, I mean, I think when I was 18, I started traveling. I'm 36 now. So for the past 18 years, half my life, I've spent a good chunk of it on the road. You know, it just has been what I do. And I fill up the calendar. I go out and play places. And then when I'm home, I hunker down with the family. But, mm. you know, my wife, in a lot of ways, for the first eight years of having kids, nine years of having kids, she's had to learn both what it means to be a selfless, kind, co-parenting wife, you know, and she's also had to figure out what it means to be a single mom, you know, because there's been a lot of times I've been gone for two weeks here and a month there, just not on tours and stuff. And so this year has been a huge blessing in disguise where we have just been such a consistent family unit and have been able to have some consistency in some places never had before. And it's been hugely beneficial to my family and I, everything from waking up and praying to Jesus in the morning and open up the scriptures and even being a part of our church community in whatever way we can, whether it's online or in person. And so, yeah, just, just being with my kids and watching them grow up and watching them step into actual kidhood out of diaperness, you know, <laughs> yes. joy for me. For <laughs> sure. How many kids do you have now, Phil? I have four kids. My oldest is nine, so nine, seven, five, and three. Mm-hmm. And so this year, our three-year-old, you know, he went from two to three. And so he, he was our last body trained uh, <laughs> kid. And now he's, he's all good to go. It feels like we're in the next chapter. You know, we're already thinking about, you know, giving our strollers away and all that. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. That's big. Oh, that's... The last decade we've been in it, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's the best. I remember when our kids could all finally shower by themselves. <laughs> that felt like I have arrived. This is amazing. Yeah. I mean, that is, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a memory I'll probably miss, um, mm. you know, doing the whole bedtime, bath time, brush teeth, get ready. But you know what? Like, after you've been up for, you know, if they wake you up at 5.30 or 6 and you're just between job and being a parent and making dinner and breakfast and cleaning everything up and trying to train them right, it's like by 6 o'clock, you're pretty wasted, you know? Yeah. And then it's like, oh, yeah, I've got to get them all ready for bed, you know? So I, I can't imagine what it would be like once all four can just do that. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm seeing that on the two older ones. They, they can go do their bath now and get ready for bed and brush their teeth and it's it's honestly amazing. For sure. That's so awesome. great. So what's been something that's been hard for you this week? Um, well, I said I think it might be the same answer because mm-hmm. not only do my kids bring joy, but they are a lot of work, you know, mm-hmm. um, especially being together so much. I think the most difficult moments of my last week and my la- last year, I mean, there's obviously been cultural things going through and going through our lives and our minds and our hearts, trying to trust God instead of be anxious because jobs is changing or the world is changing or people are frustrated or mad at all that stuff but i think 
when you really kind of bring it down, just what's physically been the hardest, it's just keeping my kids in line and, <laughs> and, and ref, refereeing those moments where they all want to have the same thing and there's only one of it. So not only do they, do they bring me the most joy this last week, but they've brought me the most hardship <laughs> the last week too, you know, and uh, I, I wouldn't trade any bit of it, but I'd have to say my kids for both of those answers. Sure. And what's something, anything goes here, what's something that's been on the forefront of your mind? Um, well, it's probably two things. It's what in the world do I get my wife for Christmas <laughs> and what in the world do I get my mom for Christmas? For some reason, I cannot, I cannot find the right thing. You know, I just, nothing feels great. I want it to be thoughtful, you know, cause they're, they're the women in my life, obviously my <laughs> wife and my mom. These are like, these are the only two women I really get Christmas gifts for. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all about thoughtfulness. You know, it's like, you can't, you can't just gift card them call it a day you know what I mean <laughs> oh um, that's true you can but you get you just see it in their face like oh thanks thank you you know there's but you can tell they're like okay you went the easy way out you know <laughs> so um I think I I got something from my wife that I remember her asking about earlier this year and I think she's going to be impressed that I remembered so I'm mm-hmm. gonna, I got that um but then my mom is just like okay what in the world you know, I don't know what to get. So if you guys have any ideas, let me know. That's one of my, my rules for marriage is to do my my husband a favor and just let him know exactly what I want. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Like, Help. here is the Amazon link. It's actually already in the cart. And all you have to do is push this button. So I don't know. Yeah, that's, you know, I on that is what my wife, my wife does that with smaller, like, like she's like, I want this, you know, this hairbrush or something. I don't know, like small, weird, random things. Like mm-hmm. she literally does, does that, but it's gotta be like, you know, what's that one thing that I thought of that I just feel like, wow, like I really, I, I put you in my, in my mind. I thought through mm-hmm. it and, and this is what I want to get you. You know, that, that main thing that just says, I love you. I'm thinking about you. Yeah. And this year, usually I have it by now and I still don't have it. So I gotta, <laughs> I gotta put them. Had a little metal there, you know. Prayers for Phil Wickham. He needs it. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I will say one of the best gifts that Adam, my husband, has ever given me, we bought one of those super tiny little moleskin notebooks, like the really trendy ones. Yeah. And he will journal just short prayers in there for me. Mm. And and then I will return it and it'll go back and forth and we will just pray for each other in this notebook back and I'm forth. That is so sweet. I love that. I feel so blessed knowing that my husband has gone before the Father and just interceded for me in prayer and just prayed blessings over me and prayed that God would bless me and use my giftings in different ways. That just is more than anything I could ever hope for or want for. Um, and yeah, that's so, beautiful. I love that. Yeah. So there's a little so cool. little gift idea for you, too. Very, very sweet. That's a great idea, you guys. Thank you, actually. Oh, yeah. She's going to love that. (laughs) Good way to pray together, even when you aren't praying at the same time. Yeah. All right, Phil, uh, gifts aside, uh, what are your three things on marriage? Now, these could be tips or advice or lessons learned along the way. I think a huge thing for me is a preemptive thoughtfulness with my wife. I've found that that is a way that I can love her in a huge way that she feels she just needs to feel thought of. She, she, my wife is an incredibly thoughtful person. She literally meets everybody in her life, not even just where they're at, but like she, she kind of preempts what they might need or what they might be asking for, the kind of things they might be feeling almost before they're, it's even there in their mind. And she like, she meets 
that need with thoughtfulness, whether it's a gift or a word of encouragement. She's just so kind and thoughtful in that way. And that's something that I'm just not naturally built with. I'm just like, hey, whatever you ask, tell me I'm there. But you just need to be clear with me. And, and once you ask me to do it, it'll get done. That's me, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I've, I've found, man, how loving it is and how huge it is for my wife when, when I see a situation kind of coming down the pike and knowing her now well enough to know, you know, this is going to be challenging for her or, you know, she's going to try to hide it, but this is, this is going to be really frustrating. And so for me to get out in front of those situations and whether it is to like, you know, wake her up with a nice cup of coffee and a letter saying, hey, you know, I, just, I know this is hard or check out this Bible verse though or you know, just like that preemptive kind of thing of like, hey, like, I know it's been a tough week, but here's some cozy socks. Just small, tiny little things. Like, here's some new socks for the for the cold months. and mm-hmm. Just know them, mm-hmm. you know. Just that, that extra kind of, before she's let me know that something's frustrating, before she's let me know that, hey, can you please take out the trash? Like, it's overflowing. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm, I'm ahead of the game in thoughtfulness. I think that's probably the biggest lesson I'm, I've learned even this year more than ever now that we've, we've been in the same house pretty much every day because of COVID and all that. Um, but yeah, I would say that print of thoughtfulness is huge. Um, another thing is like just really stepping into this role as the pastor of my home. You know, mm. I think mm. so many men and even myself, I go around, I, I speak in front of thousands of people and I sing and I talk about Jesus. But sometimes, honestly, guys, like when it comes to the people that know me the best, sometimes I feel insecure or unworthy to kind of step into the role of the spiritual leader. Cause like, man, these people know my flaws and they know when I get impatient, they know this or that. And, and, Maybe my own insecurity, my own feeling of unworthiness makes me kind of feel like maybe maybe I shouldn't, I'm not the one to lead right now, or maybe I shouldn't just wait till we all go to the church. And, but really stepping in, whether knowing I'm unworthy on my own, but also knowing because of God's grace, I am completely worthy to be called His Son, and He's given me everything I need to follow Him. And a part of following Him is loving my family and pointing them to Jesus. And so just trusting that the Holy Spirit has given me and every guy out there if you follow Jesus, you have everything you need. You've been given everything you need in your heart and your spirit to follow him well mm-hmm. uh, through the Holy Spirit and through his word, through his help. So stepping into that role more than ever as a spiritual leader and teaching my kids what it means to play, teaching my kids what it means to trust. And when my wife is sad or frustrated or scared, like having like going to the Bible and having a Bible verse ready, it's like, hey, this is a promise we can hold on to right now and put it into our hearts. And not feeling like, man, I'm, I'm not the pastor, like, like I should be, maybe I shouldn't bring this up. I don't, I don't know if that, that hits anybody at home, but that's for sure something huge that I've learned this year. Mm-hmm. That is huge, Phil. So good. Well, Phil, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to chat and uh, encourage us and uh, challenge us at the same time. Good stuff. Oh, well, thanks so much for letting me uh, hang out with you guys for a little bit. Merry Christmas to everybody. It's been a treat to be with you all. Thank you. Thank, thank, you, thank you so Phil. much, Phil. Well, thank you so much for listening to Forefront. You can always find more at ForefrontPodcast.com.